All right, everybody, welcome to the Ride Like a Mother podcast. This is Shelby, one of your hosts, and we have Carolyn here as well. And we are here to interview Chantel Kesslering. She has this beautiful horse named Charger who has gone through a whole life-changing diagnosis recently. And we're just kind of here to hear, here to hear about her journey and how her and Charger have come from um, this kissing spine diagnosis to where they are now. Hi, this is Shelby. And Carolyn. We are two Canadian prairie ladies, raising babies, riding horses, and living the country life. We are on a journey to find health and wealth while building our ranches, and we want to share the journey with you. In this podcast, you can expect to hear us share our own experiences, as well as interview other inspiring humans. We'll cover topics such as human health, horse health, barrel racing, building a ranch, and so much more. We are ready to dig into the tough conversations like mental health, motherhood, farming challenges, finances, you name it. You will walk away from this podcast with tips, tricks, and strategies that will have you finding more joy and peace in your journey. We know there's a lot of juggling that goes into this lifestyle because we are living it. And as a nurse myself and Carolyn with a master's in animal science, we have a lot to bring to the conversation. So grab your coffee to go, throw on your messy bun and muck boots. Let's head to the barn and chat because we have business to take care of and we're sure you do too. Welcome to the Ride Like a Mother podcast. So Chantel, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and Charger? Absolutely. So I'm Chantel. I live in Regina, Saskatchewan right now. Um, I'm a speech language pathologist and I work at the Pasqua Hospital during the day. And then I spend my evenings mostly just riding and hanging out with my dogs. So I bought Charger... Oh, May of 2020. So right as COVID hit, I bought him. So we had quite a long time together and we've only really, well, we haven't had like a full season of running at all. I bought him from Don Vandersteen, but he's from Deb Fenty. He was bred by in Manitoba and he's off the PC Sir Azure Frost stud. I think. Um, so Sunfrost bloodlines. And then I don't even know what his mom is, but not anything special, I guess. Um, and we may basically just do barrels together is all I've done. I've had one person swing a rope off him a few times and that was it. Walk us through, how did you come to know and, and understand that something was actually wrong? And what are some signs and symptoms that led up to that uh, charger's diagnosis? Oh, so last summer, I guess we had, yeah. Last summer, it was like June, we went to the Prestige together in Whitewood and we had like, it wasn't our best weekend, but it was an okay weekend. And then he had a weekend off and then I went to just a like dash, I don't even know what it was called, something dash, barrels for cash, something, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> <Makes sense. laughs> yeah, in Ogama. And he just like, wouldn't get into his turns, um, kind of was like, He'd never blow off a barrel and he'd never not turn, but you could tell he just wasn't really willing to. And then he walked off a little sore one day. So I buted him, ran him the next day, really just had like not stellar runs. I wasn't super happy with him. 
so we came home I ride every day but um I think with like weddings and stuff I don't know he had a couple weeks off I got back on him and like we were just long trotting and he'd get his head down and he'd try to like almost want to kick out but like not really wanting to work wouldn't go in a circle um put his head down on a buck maybe but you could just tell he wasn't comfortable um so we thought maybe it was his teeth and so I got his teeth done it didn't really fix anything I had a couple videos that I took and I sent them to some friends and I was like help (laughs) what's (laughs) happening (laughs) because he feels sound he looks sound I don't know and I got my one friend responded with something's wrong but I don't know and I'm like thanks (laughs) (laughs) so I put him in a hack I changed bits I like chiroed I couldn't get into a vet for like three weeks I tried with Megan I tried with Sherwood and neither person was like open for three weeks so I finally got him like that happened July 10th I got his teeth done chiroed finally got him into the vet August 12th I remember the day wow Um, good memory I know and we did it was we did like a whole head to toe um like assessment so before I even went in the vet like messaged me and was like send me videos so I sent him videos of like when we had good runs I sent him her videos of like when his run like his shitty runs at um Ogama and she like looked at them we did a head to toe like assessment she flexed we long trotted I was there probably for like an hour (laughs) and she looks at me and she goes I just I'm gonna take x-rays of his back and I was like okay like sure I don't know so and that's what she found after she did the x-ray there's options of like surgery or injections so and she's like there's been a lot of horses running with just injections injections work just fine um and then you just have to start doing things like tying, pulling their head down so that they start to like use their body more correct. And um, so I did the injections. You have to like, can't ride for like two weeks after that. Or I think you can ride, but they don't, injections don't like show effects until two weeks after or something. Yeah. I'm not sure. I can't quite remember, but I did it. And then I went and ran him at the JC Lee Memorial. And I found like, it just like, didn't really make a difference, but it was our first run back. So I carried on. Um, I opted not to run at the Moosha jackpot. And then I think I ran at the don't give a buck in Verdon. I want to say I ran there and I wasn't super happy with his runs either. I felt like it just wasn't good there so I opted to just go for the surgery which I guess I should say after my appointment on August 12th um at Sherwood I actually consulted Dr. Bell as well that same day I just sent him the x-rays and I started talking to him and he really he was like well surgery is probably your best bet So I felt like the, and maybe I didn't give the injections like a fair shot, I guess. But to me, I was like, I can spend a lot of money in injections or I could just go straight to the surgery essentially. (laughs) So after don't give a buck, I pulled his shoes. I left him at 
my aunt and uncles and I was just like booked to surgery for September 28th and that was just where we kind of went from there and then quite the journey I didn't realize (laughs) that you did the injections first yeah I don't know much about the injections to be quite honest and I could have Mm -hmm. maybe put like a little bit more effort into like doing maybe if I just like if I did the injections and then I do what I do now for rehab it might have been a little bit better and but I don't know like I think inevitably if you know there's a problem and like there's a proven surgery to fix it I was like we might as well just go for the surgery it was the end of the season anyways so Mm -hmm. I could have injected sorted it out but then I might have still had the problem this spring versus I had all winter to get the surgery get the rehab and kind of be back and ready to go for when now spring season. Tell us a bit about the rehab post-surgery. It is really quite a big thing. Like you're manipulating their whole vertebrae <laughs> and cutting the ligaments and it's hugely life-changing for him. Tell us a little bit about the rehab part. Yeah. What was so, it like post-surgery? So he got his surgery September 28th and I picked him up the Thursday after. So that would have been Tuesday, picked him up Thursday And I honestly, I drove him straight to Molly's. (laughs) I was like, I, I do not have any business doing the rehab. A, I don't have time. And it's like, I just didn't trust myself. I felt like I wasn't knowledgeable enough to um, be able to do something like that, especially since like with kissing spine surgery, the rehab is the indicator of the success of the surgery. So I, yeah, I sent him right to Molly's and essentially I, and she would probably be able to speak better to this, but she has a whole little graph thing going on that she sent to me. And it was just like 10 minutes of hand walking. (laughs) Um, And then you just progress slowly to like tie down and lunging and round penning with their head tied back. Um, it's strongly recommended that you use like a Pessoa, like you like round pen in a Pessoa. I honestly just use a wire right now and I'm going to butcher the word, but it's a, like the, like syringicil, sir, sir, I don't know, <laughs> like that. No idea how to pronounce it, but yeah, essentially she just like used a wire tie down, tied it, his head down, like really short. And then just a lot of penning and like long trotting, like nothing more than a trot. Everything was done at a trot. And then a little bit of loping towards the end. So then she did six weeks with him. And then I guess there was a snowstorm. So I think he ended up being there for like eight. And then I picked him up in November. I believe it was November 22nd. And I drove him to Winnipeg and Belle looked at him there and gave me the go ahead to start like light riding and to carry on with the rehab that I did. I spent like a whole morning when I picked him up and she showed me like everything that she was doing and then how to, should I, how I should carry on with him too. And yeah, he came back from always really good, pretty strong. Nice. So maybe we should clarify a little bit Molly is Molly. Um, I'm gonna not say her name right, even though my name is like so similar. It's Kayla, Kayler or Kayla Her? Kelleher. Kelleher. Okay, my name is Kayler and her name is Kelly Kelleher. 
I, I just yeah. can't even do that because it's like so natural to say Kaylor. Anyway, so she has a rehab facility. Is it very close to you or is it? No, far? she is up at Clear Lake, like in Riding Mountain National Park. So she's ah. actually probably like, I don't know. I think it's like a four hour drive from here, four or five. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Dr. Bell is um, from Elders Equine Clinic and that is close to Winnipeg, which would be six hours from you yeah yeah okay yeah. so you've been you've hauled this horse quite a few <laughs> different places and done some put on some serious miles to get all of this accomplished uh yeah I really did which mm-hmm. I guess I could have maybe looked into getting it done at Saskatoon but um Dr. Bell has done a lot of surgeries for like people that I've known in the past and I've seen him for other horses mm-hmm. so I just felt more comfortable going there Okay. So how is Charger doing now? Are you planning on keeping him in his discipline and do you have any plans for the summer? That's the goal is to keep him in his discipline. I felt like I've, I put a lot of hours in this winter. (laughs) Um, he honestly, when I picked, when I went and Bell did his checkup, I asked, I was like, so if I like, can I give him any time off? Like what's like, will he ever have a winter off kind of thing? And the advice I'd gotten was, keep doing the round penning at least once a week. So I don't know. I probably won't ever give him a winter off now. I'll stick with doing like mm-hmm. his round penning and stuff. Cause I just reverse what we've already done and we've come a long ways. Mm-hmm. So he's doing really good now. He feels like a different horse. Like you can tell he's using his body better and he's like, he's softer. He's more responsive. Cause also part, like I, everything that I do in the round pen is with a bid. And so you can tie him around or tie him down. And he just is a lot more reactive and a lot softer just to ride in general. And he's really smooth. Like his barrels have become like, you don't even feel like you're moving. It's yeah. It's been a really nice change. Sounds nice. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. His turns have also like changed quite a bit too. Like before he used to be a little bit more jammy into his turns, but now he kind of almost wants to like get his head down and like turn in a lot smoother in his turns. So that's been an interesting change too, because it's different from what I bought. Right. Yeah. Well, it makes sense if you're like releasing um, their back and their whole vertebrae that they would feel more fluid, right? Like that they would Mm -hmm. be moving more smoother and yeah. Yeah, it's been, it's been really interesting. And I feel like we're kind of learning and growing as a team now because like he's different than what I've been riding for the last two years. So it's almost like I just bought a new horse and I'm learning how to ride again. (laughs) (laughs) At least you both can learn to ride, like be together, right? Yeah, absolutely. He's probably like, what is this movement? I've never been able to do this before. (laughs) Yeah. And like my first few runs back, he was like, I think he was anticipating some pain. So he blew off on his backsides. He just like, he wasn't really like, didn't know what I was going to get. Neither of us knew what was going to happen. So, and we've had some learning curves. Like I really wanted to run him in a tie down, but we've decided together that that's just not going to work. So (laughs) (laughs) now he doesn't run in a tie down. (laughs) Yeah. So it's been interesting. And then Oh, I was going to say something else. Oh, I warm him up in a tie down now. And then when we run, I take mm-hmm. his tie down off. So, and I usually ride like daily in a tie down. Like if I'm going to ride out or long trot or anything, 
everything. I just like to have his head down so he can kind of instill using his body correctly. So, (laughs) so, um, so you've been through a lot and I know after we're, we're quite close friends. So I've seen all the videos. I've seen your Snapchats that he looks amazing. Chantel, you've done such a great job of keeping him in shape and what are some tips and tricks you can give to other people going through the same thing? Since kissing spine is not abnormal, it actually is quite frequent since we've recently learned from Dr. Bell. <laughs> um, yeah, what are some things that you can, I don't know, help other people through it? I feel like my biggest piece of advice would be like, don't be afraid to ask. Like, I feel like I am constantly learning. I never, I don't know half the things out there. And I feel like I, if I don't know it, I'm just going to ask somebody that does. So whether that be like text a friend, call my vet, (laughs) Um, whatever it is, I feel like just don't be afraid to ask and don't be like ashamed to not know. Like, just because Mm -hmm. you might've been in the horse industry for a lot of years, which I haven't been. So I feel like, like I only started riding maybe. 10 well I've been riding my whole life but in the barrel world I've only been here like 10 years or something like that so I feel like I just don't know enough and I'm not ashamed to be like help me (laughs) (laughs) I hear you on that I haven't been barrel racing that long either and had a couple years off to have kids so I'm in the same shoes as you I feel like there's a lot of people out there that have a lot of different ways of doing things but it's really interesting to me that one thing might work really well for one person and then the next thing works really well for that person. And I like to just, you know, learn it all and see what works for me too. Like not everything's going to work for you, but there's maybe it will for the next person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's good to try out different methods and different techniques. And, and like you said, ask people questions and the right people, like just don't be afraid to ask Mm -hmm. the experts. Sometimes they're be a little intimidating, but usually they're pretty awesome once you <laughs> approach them. you've taken us through the whole ride it's been a little it's been very interesting from this point of view considering I've never had a horse go through kissing spine or quite this extensive kind of surgery so it's amazing what you went through and I appreciate you sharing this story with us and for others to grow their knowledge yeah that tip was awesome that was great Yeah, I think so too. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, anytime I was happy to, you know, share my story and hopefully, yeah, (laughs) I don't have to go through it again. (laughs) (laughs) We all own horses. You just never know. You never know when that's going to happen. Oh, Oh, I know, right? All right. Thanks everybody for listening to the Ride Like a Mother podcast. I hope that the knowledge suits you well and that you can take it to your community. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. So hit that subscribe button. And we would love your support. And you can show that support by leaving us a review on your podcast platform or sharing this episode with somebody you think might find it interesting and valuable. We meet here every Thursday, same time, same place. And we will see See you at the next next jackpot. jackpot.